you're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learned to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learned to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of Adulthood Academy. I'm so excited to have you here. And for this new season, if you haven't had a chance to go listen to the past two episodes of season two, please go ahead and do so. There's some amazing content in there that I would love for you to absorb into your budgeting life. And you know what? We're going to get into this episode and talk about how to get back on track with your money because just like anything in life, sometimes your motivation and accountability kind of like run short when it comes to your finances as well. And life is hectic and we lose track of our spending for a couple weeks and we're left in like this state of limbo where we feel like we've gotten completely unmotivated and there's no point in getting back on track. So this episode is for you if you've fallen off track with your budget or your money goals and you're running low on motivation to continue, you're going to leave this episode with an easy actionable plan to get back on track and kind of like leave the guilt aside and just get going on it. But before we get into the heart of this episode, let's talk about budget intensives. I have two spots open for this month in March. If you would like one of them, you can go to the link in the show notes of this episode, or you can go to angelahatchie.com slash budget intensives. They're a great, great way to just get up on your feet with a budget and hit the ground running because there's a month of support. We'll go through your goals together. We'll set up your budget together and just get you going quickly and just cut through the overwhelm of like getting started, putting together a budget, where to even find this information. You don't have to worry about it. I will take care of all of that information for you. We'll set goals together and we'll talk about your strategy, put together a plan to pay off your debt and to save money and just go through the whole process together. And there's a month of support um, in addition to the one-on-one. So it's a great way to work together one-on-one. So if you want one of those spots, go ahead and check out that link in my show notes. So Before we can talk about how to get back on track with money, if you've fallen off track, first, we need to have some empathy for ourselves. I talked about life is busy for everybody and it just happens. It's happened to me more times than I care to count of just like, I'll worry about my budget later. I miss my weekly money check-in. I didn't save money for retirement this month. Like can't tell you how many times, but it's important, I think, to not demand perfection of yourselves because those things will happen. And we're talking about kind of taking control of our finances for long-term, right? There will never be a time in your life where you don't have to worry about money or managing it or saving money or paying off debt. Um, It won't happen. And it's kind of just getting comfortable with the process of it that yes, you're going to fall off track. You're going to lose track of your expenses. You're going to feel unmotivated. um, And it's totally okay for that to happen because I think life will throw you everything. And the whole point of budgeting and caring for your finances, life will kind of throw you everything. And the whole point of budgeting is so that you can, learn to mitigate those things and like those risks, whatever is happening in your life. And you have to expect for there to be like some ups and downs, right? So you will spend more than you want to. Sometimes you'll have periods of time where you're able to save a bunch of money. The pendulum kind of like swings back and forth throughout your lives, but coming to terms with 
having some empathy and that it's just going to happen is part one. Um, let's get into the action parts of this episode. Action item number one is to write down your reason for wanting to take responsibility for your money. Are you done being stressed about paying rent and paying bills? Are you done getting paid and all of your money is like out the door before you know it, it's gone to bills, it's gone to your credit cards and there's nothing left for you? Are you done being like completely railroaded when unexpected emergencies come up? Like your dog has to go to the vet. Lord knows that's a lot of money. It's like $1,500 every time that happens. Or do you just simply want a better life for you and your family? So having that at the root of your financial journey is going to help you a ton when it comes to like staying the course and remembering the big picture. So that's action item number one. I told you I'm going to give you easy, actionable steps that's going to help you get back on track with your money. This is number one. Write down why. Why do you care? Why do you want to do it? Why do you care about um, taking control of your money and taking responsibility for it? Why does it matter? What impact does it have on your life? Write that down first. The second action item is to reevaluate your long-term goals. I do this usually every quarter or every six months, and I think, okay, is this long-term goal serving you? Is it realistic for me to save X amount of dollars in this amount of time? Are you discouraged by your long-term goals because they seem intimidating? Are you trying to focus on more than one, like too many things to save for at once? Are they not challenging enough? And so you're still spending more than you want to because you're not putting enough towards your long-term goals. We've got to work to identify the problem first. Otherwise, like fixing it is impossible. So think about those things, sit down, especially if you have um, a budget planner, which I'm going to talk to you guys about in a second. But if you are not setting goals quarterly or every month or every six months, start there, but also come back to those goals every quarter, every six months and think, okay, can I fine tune this goal? Because if you're trying to save like $30,000 to put a down payment on a house and you make $50,000 a year, if it's too restrictive for you and you're living on like rice and beans trying to stick to this, of course you're feeling unmotivated and of course you've fallen off track. The whole point of a budget is to make it realistic for you and make it actionable and make it practical. If it's like we have $100 for groceries for the month, I'm it will probably be okay for a couple months. You'll be able to stick to it if you're really determined. But after a while, you're like, what's the point? I don't get to enjoy my money. Like all those other feelings will start to come up. So come back and revisit those goals. Revisit the amounts that you're trying to share. To, to save and see if it's realistic for you to be putting however much money towards those things as possible. And I gave you like a few questions to ask yourself, right? Like, are you focusing on too many at once? If you're trying to save for like 10 different things at once and you only have a certain amount of dollars to put towards all of those things, that can be really discouraging too, because if you're not putting any money towards the things that you care about, about enjoying it, taking a spa day, whatever it is, that is really important too. And if you need help setting better money goals, you can always uh, message me on Instagram or send me an email or something. If you're just having trouble like narrowing down how many long-term goals you should have, I have like, just to give you a frame of reference, I probably have like three or four short to mid-term goals that are just like X amount of dollars to retirement this year, this amount of money towards saving for my house, this amount of money towards um, my car. I'm doing my CFP right now, which is certified financial planner. So that's a certain amount of money. It's like $600 a class. I've been doing the research and been horrified by how much money it is. Um, so that's something that I'm saving for as well. So um, you have to come back and revisit those things and just make sure that the amounts and the timeline aligns with what you are thinking of. And if you need help, again, I said, you can message me, you can send me a, uh, an email. But um, I also have my budget planners, which will help you kind of lay out 
your short-term, your midterm, and your long-term goals and help you keep track of them as well. So if you want to get your hands on one of my 12-month budget planners, they've been amazing for not just me keeping track of everything. It's been amazing to have everything in one place. I've got my monthly payments in one place, subscriptions. I have my business expenses, and I am able to keep track of my monthly budget. And there's just every tool you could think of to help support you with your monthly budget. There's a food tracker to plan out your weekly meals. There's a grocery budget planner because that's where everybody spends all their money is on groceries and on food. And it just has every tool possible. So if you want to check it out, um, you can go onto my website, angelahatchie.com slash budget planners, and you can buy the hard copy, or you can also just download and print out yourself like the PDF file of it as well. And you can either like print out month by month what you need, or you can go to a place like Office Depot and just get it printed out and get your budget planner there. But it has been a game changer. And I think it's really important to have a tool and to have a method for budgeting that you can really lean on. So that is a great way. And if you want to get your hands on it, again, go to my website or I will link it in the show notes as well. Now let's move on to action item number three is to ease into it, right? Because if you've been off track with your money for four months, five months, six months, whatever it is, there's no need to feel like you need to go like balls to the wall right away. Start with where you are in the month, right? If you're halfway through the month or if you have like a week left in the month, start there and just simply keep track of your expenses for the remainder of the month. So again, if you're like two weeks into the month, just keep track of your expenses for those last two weeks of the month and start there. When the month ends, see what's left over at the end of the month and put it towards your goals, whatever your goals are, whatever you're contributing to, um, make an extra debt payment, put it towards retirement. Um, We don't want to wait until it's, you know, the next month. That's kind of the trap people get into with a lot of things. And it's no different with setting up your budget too, because this is why I tell people set up your monthly budget like a few days before the month starts, because if we get like a week and a half, two weeks into the month, we're like, I'll just worry about it next month and I'll set it up next month. So we don't want to fall into that trap. It's not like a, we have to start at the beginning of the month kind of thing. If there's two weeks left in the month, if there's one week left in the month, I think that is still worthy of you tracking your expenses and staying accountable to the things that you care about. Put whatever's extra at the end of the month towards stuff that you care about, putting an extra payment towards debt. Um, and simply keeping track of those expenses will be the beginning step to holding yourself accountable and getting back on track. So that's action item. Item number three is just to ease into it. You don't need to be like, okay, I'm going to get all my envelopes together. I'm going to put $500 towards retirement. Um, Having a lot of ambition is fantastic, but we're playing again, the long game on this. Ease yourself into it. Just keep track of your expenses. If you're in this place right now and you're overwhelmed with getting started, that's it. Track your expenses and be done with it and then get back on track next month. Um, this last action item, no, I have two action items left. Um, action item number four is to reevaluate your spending goals. So I talked about your long-term savings goal, like putting towards a house or towards a car, but I think it's also really important to reevaluate your spending goals because people also get stuck in this trap. And the most relevant example I can think of is like, if you're putting yourself on this really like stingy grocery budget and every single week you're going above and beyond that, it can be really discouraging and make you feel like a failure, even though you're not. So make sure that your spending goals are realistic too. If you're limiting yourself so tightly, great example on something that I like in this too, is like any sort of super restrictive diet that is like, you can have 1200 calories a day. You can only drink liquids. You can only do um, like broth-based soups, like it might work for a while and you'll see results, right? But if 
you're doing something similar with your budget. Like we only can spend $150 on groceries and on average you're spending like $300. You might be able to keep yourself to that $150 for like a couple months maybe. And it's going to be miserable. Just like having celery juice every day would be miserable for most people. I think everybody, I think anybody who's like, I love celery juice is a liar. Um, But anyway, it's the same thing with like any sort of spending goals in your life. If you're making it too restrictive eventually you're going to be like, fuck that. I don't want to do that anymore. It's not worth it. Um, so make it realistic. Generally when I'm like helping somebody set up a budget, I will help them identify like on average, how much do you spend per month? And we usually keep it about the same unless it's like astronomically high and they can acknowledge that it is. And we both know that they're spending too much money. Then we just tighten it up a little bit. But if I'm, I never go into somebody's budget. I'm like, okay, we're going to cut your budget in half for your groceries, make it work. Um, generally it doesn't work out that way, but if I can make people be more like conscious of it, then they end up spending less anyway. So don't put your spending goals and your spending budget so low. If you like going shopping, give yourself a budget to shop. Like if you want to spend a hundred dollars a month on like new clothes or whatever you enjoy doing, if you like to go get a massage or you like to go get a facial, like budget that in so that you don't feel like you're depriving yourself because this is not like a short-term fix where like four months and you're like, great, my finances are sorted out. Everything is fine. I don't have to ever do this again. We're playing the long game. Enjoy it. Make it like a a long-term solution and something that is sustainable. And this last action item for this week's episode is, you guys know this is my favorite one if you've been following me for a while, is to set up weekly money check-ins. Um, I do these every single Friday. I've been doing them every Friday for about six years now. And it's just me spending 10 to 15 minutes going through my money, seeing where I spent it, seeing how much money I can put towards my other goals, seeing what I can prepay for the next month to just set myself up that much better, especially because I'm on variable income. So it's a little wild sometimes, but if you can do that as you're getting back on track with your money, again, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. We're still easing ourselves into this getting back on track with your money, but set up a day of the week, make it the same day every week. That's how you kind of like build that habit is to make it on the same day at the same time. I always set myself up um, with like my budget planner the night before I put out any receipts I need. So there's no like barrier to me doing it. It's just like a no brainer at that point because all the stuff is up. But this is again, just a really great way to ease yourself back into it. Um, And it's not like a huge commitment where you're trying to like figure out all of your expenses for the upcoming month. It's just on Friday, sit down, see where your, where your money was spent for the past week, see what money came in and decide what you're going to do with any extra money. And that's it. Um, if you need help with doing a weekly money check-in, I think I have like on my highlights on my Instagram, I think I have that highlight for how to do weekly money check-ins. Um, and if you have my budget planner, I have a video all about how to do weekly money check-ins and all my tips and tricks in there. Um, but essentially that's exactly what it is. What money came in this week, what money went out this week, what am I going to do with the extra? And that is a great way to just like ease yourself back in. Um, so those were five really easy, actionable things that you can do this week, right? We're not going to wait till the beginning of next month to do these things. You can do them today. You can do them at the end of this week, whatever day you have off plan to have a weekly money check-in, spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes, easing yourself back in, tracking your expenses, doing all these things we talked about in this episode. I hope that was really helpful for you guys. If you have any questions, you can find me on Instagram, send me an email. You guys know how to find me in the social media world on my website, send me an email, whatever way you want to get in touch with me. And um, I talked about in this previous episode about my new done for you budgeting service. If that's something that you're interested in, it's going to be an amazing way 
for people who are super busy, who make good money and they want to budget, they have big goals, they want to save for an investment property, they want to retire early, and they just don't have the time for me to take that off of your plate and do all the heavy lifting behind the scenes. I will do your weekly money check-ins for you. I will close out your budget. I will give you suggested amounts to transfer toward all of your savings goals. We will go over your goals quarterly, reevaluate them, like do all this stuff that I do for myself and that I encourage clients to do. I will do it for you and just make it so super easy. So basically I will have like a hub for you where you just log in and I will plan it around your day off. So you will have your action items for the week. That'll be like transfer a hundred dollars towards savings goal A or make an extra $50 payment to credit card one, whatever it is, we will break it out based on your goals. We'll be build a plan to pay off your debt and save and all the things that you care about. So it's just going to be an amazing service that I'm really excited about um, bringing to people. I have a couple spots open and I will be taking clients. Like I will only take five because I don't want to compromise excellent service. So I'll be taking five and we'll have like rolling onboarding um, because the kind of intake process is very time intensive for me and for you. Um, and I want to make sure that everyone is getting onboarded and feeling really confident about their plan. So if you're interested, again, it's linked in the show notes, or you can go to my website and the work with me tab, and you can find it there and you can find all of the resources and a recap of this episode on my website under the podcast tab. I have um, kind of like a blog post for every episode that anything that I mention in each episode will be linked there or and I have like these action items also there too so if you just want like a summary of the episodes you can find that there too so again I hope this was super helpful for you guys and I will see you on the next episode thank you so much for listening to the Adulthood Academy